Trump campaign files a Supreme Court challenge to overturn the election results in Pennsylvania, and Democrat states are prioritizing black and Hispanic people for taking the COVID vaccine. We'll get into all this and more, but before we get into this, please ask me a like, subscribe to the post notifications on. Also, if you can, please become a Patreon. I only need 60 more patrons, and I can open up my own studio for this show. I need your help. I'll give you a call if you become a patron. Also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this podcast, so please bear with me. Now, let's get into this. So the Trump campaign files a Supreme Court challenge to overturn election results in Pennsylvania. And what they're claiming is that the government there illegally changed the Pennsylvania balloting laws, which is true. Now, whether this will stick or not, we will see. And this is just one of the many challenges that the Trump campaign and the Trump team is doing. You got to just throw a bunch of S at the wall and see what sticks. Basically, we know. We know that there's so much... uh, grimy stuff that happened this election we know and you pretty much got to just challenge it all and hope something goes through properly let's read this the trump campaign went back to the supreme court on sunday seeking to reverse pennsylvania's election results and to vacate this the state's slate of 20 electors for president uh elect <laughs> whatever that means, Joseph R. Biden. The petition asked the justices to grant Pennsylvania's Republican-led legislator the authority to appoint new presidential electors. Given uh, President Trump to, uh, a last grasp bid to claim the second term at the White House. You see, the, the, the left, the mainstream media has every single thing that Trump has done. They're like, this is the last hope for Trump. It's all over now. This is his last, this is his Hail Mary. This is all he's got left. They've literally been saying that for a month. It's over. It's over. There's nothing more you can do. And then this is your last, like, literally. If you're if if you're a liberal, if you're I mean sorry, a leftist. I don't even want to use the word liberal anymore. If you're a leftist and you're still <laughs> reading these articles and every single one literally says the same exact thing that uh, this is their last chance, uh, they ruined their last chance, whatever. You need to wake up. Your own papers are lying to your face. Mr. Trump said he also needs the help of other elected officials to expose what he called the greatest voter fraud in history, which uh, yeah, I have to say he's true. It's, it's most likely true because we don't want to get fact checked right now. So we got to say some things in a certain ways. But I think you guys know what I mean. It's the most corrupt election this country's ever had by far. Mr. Trump said Sunday in Radio New York, we've already found the answers. Now we just need to get the support from some politicians. Now, right now, listen, if, if you know any GOP politicians locally, if, if you're actively invested in your local community's uh, Republican Party, call them up. Talk to them all. Make sure they're backing Trump under any circumstance. Like they, that's all they need to do. You elected these people, like my representative where I live, my whatever, you know, she's a, she's a rhino, but maybe she can pretend to like Trump. I don't know. But it's, it's our job to make sure every single Republican politician goes in on Trump. And if they don't, we need to vote them out. It's as simple as that. This is the party of Trump at the end of the day. Because the rhinos in this party are really holding us back. 
In the petition to the Supreme Court, the justices were asked to overturn Pennsylvania's state court ruling that the campaign said illegally changed the state's mail balloting laws. The campaign wants rapid action by the high court, saying the outcome of the election hangs in the balance. Time is painly the essence of the essence because once candidates have taken office, it will be impossible to repair election results tainted by illegal and belatedly cast for absentee and mail-in ballots. The petition states... The intense national and worldwide attention on the 2020 presidential election only foreshadows the disruption that may well follow if the uncertainty and unfairness shrouding this election are allowed to persist. The campaign is asking for the expedited response by December 23rd and to rule before Congress meets January 6th to consider the votes of the Electoral College. The Trump team's illegal efforts to challenge the results have uh, reversed uh, haven't reversed any outcomes in the handful of battleground states which they've filed. The Electoral College voted December 14th as mandated by federal law and certified by Mr. Biden received 306 electoral votes. Uh, I don't think, this is the thing, I don't think the electoral uh, votes were actually, they weren't, I don't know what the process is. I guess the states certified the results, but I don't know how the, if that's properly worded that the electorals were certified because all they did was put them in an envelope and they got to get opened. I don't know if when they're opening it, that's when they get served. I don't, I don't know, but it's it's not a lock, obviously. The Supreme Court rejected earlier this month a petition from Texas in a suit that Mr. Trump joined seeking to overturn their results in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, all states that Biden won. It's funny how they don't even mention the fact that it was only declined uh, over a technicality because they said that Texas cannot sue other states it has nothing to do with the merits, you know, but they're not going to mention that. Why would they? Trump lawyer Giuliani said a new petition seeking to overturn three decisions of the Supreme of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that he said allowed expanded mail in ballots and thus violated the Constitution, which is true because in Pennsylvania, uh, some of the the officials that didn't have the jurisdiction to handle those election proceedings, just, you know, this is how Democrats are. Oh, they just wanted something done? They just, mag- they just, they literally just poof it into being done at the end of the day. We see it happen with all these Democrat tyrants that run all these states and all these cities. Uh, hey, let's shut down churches. Poof, churches shut down. There's no process. There's no, hey, that's not your jurisdiction. Hey, you can't do that. Hey, that goes against the state constitution and the U.S. Constitution, there's no, there's nothing being done that's, I don't know, it's so, it it boggles my mind how it's even allowed, but that's the problem. That's what happens when you have a complete Democrat government. When they want something done, they just will it into existence without any pushback from any of the other branches of government because they're like, eh, eh, let's just do it, you know, but it doesn't work like that with a full Republican government. When it's a full Republican government, there's always pushback. They always go through the proper channels. They always go through, not always. Uh, when I use always, I don't actually mean always because uh, there's a lot of rhinos out there. But when true conservative Republicans do it, true, everything's done legally because the, dumb, the Democrats will always try to push back constantly. But it seems like when these Democrats control everything, when the Republicans try to say anything, it's like they're not even there. It's like nothing's ever being said. See, the, see, that's the difference. I think I see this all the time on the show, is that Republicans, we have a certain 
we like to follow the Constitution. We like to do things properly through the proper legal channels and the proper legal process. Democrats don't. They want something, they're going to do it anyway. Doesn't matter if just last week they didn't like it and they were voting against it. If it helps them this week, there won't even be a vote. It'll just be done. Executive order. Half of the states in America want to prioritize blacks and Hispanics for the COVID vaccine. The left literally makes everything a race issue, and this is why racism will never die. Every single U.S. state is being advised to consider ethnic minorities as critical groups for vaccination with half prioritizing black and Hispanic residents over white. Now, there's a word for treating people by race differently because of the color of their skin. I don't know what that word is. I can't put my finger on it, but I think you guys know what I'm talking about. So half the U.S. states mentioned racial equality in their plans for vaccination rollout. Of these 12 states specifically mentioned efforts to reach reach diverse populations. California, Louisiana, New Mexico, North Carolina, Indiana are among those who have listed equality as the key principle for vaccine distribution. New Jersey, California, and Kansas will focus on improving access to the vaccine, being targeting transportation issues. See, now that this makes sense, at least. Oh, if there's transportation issues to get to certain, to get to where the vaccine is, uh, you know, hey, we'll, we'll set up near you. We'll spread up the set up locations to get the vaccine. This way, it's easy for everyone to access it. And that's the way you do it to, I guess, make it not racist is to say, hey, uh, for impoverished communities that don't have, you know, uh, access to go to this area or if they don't have access to the funding to whatever it is if you want to break it down by the the geographical location of it in the city and if you want to break it down to i guess the income of that area of the city and that's why that's how you're going to make your policy for the vaccination rollout that is okay that makes sense you're doing the right thing but if you're going to say uh We're going to help these people out because they're black. We're going to help these people out because they're Hispanic. It's like, what happens if you're a white person (laughs) living in those areas? So it's like all your black friends are going to get the vaccine, but you're not going to be able to. First off, I wouldn't even even go near that thing. But uh, anyways, let's read. New Mexico will focus on Native American communities. Many states will be focused on their communication to uh, of to black communities who have shown an increased hesitation to take the vaccine now isn't that funny (laughs) uh i guess i mean the tide is turning where more and more black people are voting for trump and they're voting for liberty and that's where you're seeing increased hesitation to take the vaccine because guess what people don't trust the government people don't trust this thing they just they just don't they just don't want to take it it's sketchy it's i'm sorry i'm i'm not going to take something that's sketchy Uh, In the U.S., black and Hispanic people are almost three times more likely to die from COVID than whites. Now, I do not, I got to look at the data of that um, because there could be a a very proper explanation for that. Or, I mean, it could be just a genetic explanation as well where, you know, people of different races are more susceptible to other types of diseases just because of historically maybe their, you know, their ancestries had immune, certain immune systems to certain diseases over time. You know, there's there's explanations like that. That could be one of the proper explanations. Um, But dealing with a virus that was originally told to kill millions of people in America, only killing a couple hundred thousand uh, when you add in the inflated death count, mm, 
I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, especially when all the people dying are like 90 years old. Every U.S. state has been advised to consider ethnic minorities as a critical and vulnerable group in the vaccine distribution plans, according to the Centers of Disease Control guide Guidance. Now, if you want to look at this as, let's just say you're one of the people. I can't say this stuff on the internet or else I'll get taken down. It, it's, it sucks that I need to self-censor, but I'll rather self-censor censor than not be able to give you guys anything. <laughs> uh, don't worry. My app, I have an app coming out very soon. It should have been out already, but it took very long to get approved. My own app is coming out soon. That's going to be the Uncensored podcast. So if you are one of those people that think vaccines will, let's just say, screw with your brain, uh, and then you see the Democrats wanting to give that vaccine to certain groups of people over other groups of people, one could put two and two together and maybe make an assumption saying, what if they're trying to mess with the brains of these certain communities? Just just throwing that out there, not saying it's true, not saying that's what they're doing, but maybe time will show maybe time will show that this vaccine does mess with your head who knows and then you're going to find out what was the community that the democrats were targeting to massively distribute this to hmm. just makes you i'm just, just throwing some things out there just making you guys think i'm not going to say anything nothing's definitive i'm not making conspiracy theories i'm just stating two things and i want you guys to come up with your own assumptions According to analysis, 25 states have committed to the focus of racial and ethnic communities that have uh, decided which group should be pri prioritized in receiving the COVID vaccine doses. These include New Mexico, uh, where uh, collaborative with Native Americans is being prioritized. Yeah, let's see. States focusing on black and Hispanic residents for vaccination rollout. And there's a map. Um, obviously, Texas and Florida, they're not you know, just, hey, you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. <laughs> According to our analysis, 25 states have committed to the focus. Okay, they already said that. 25 states will publicly uh, available plans for their rollout must take at least one mention of the incorporating racial. Okay, that just seems pretty lame. Okay, so let's see. Um, I mean, that seems about, about it. They're just going to, yeah, let's see, what, let's see what Newsom said. In California, Gavin Newsom has said the experts are making sure black and brown com black and brown communities disproportionately are benefited because of the impact they have felt disproportionately because of COVID-19. Latinos make up 60% of COVID cases in the state even though they're 40% of the population. <laughs> you know what I think is funny how they make this type of percentage comparison to show the how look look how much you know Latinos are you know more likely to uh, get COVID based on their percentage of the population, but as soon as you make those assumptions based on crime statistics, you can't. Now you're a racist. Um, not saying it has anything to do with race and maybe more to do with culture, but this is a different uh, situation. Um, who knows? Maybe it's just Latinos are more likely to go get tests. I don't know. What, what is the positive rate from the Latino community? Are they just more likely to get tested? Um, or seem, I think, in my opinion, I think Latinos are the ones to have more family gatherings than white people. Latinos, Hispanics, they have a very strong sense of family values. They're probably, because they don't, at the end of the day, they're probably having, you know, quinceañeras. And I see it all the time. You drive around Los Angeles and there's a quinceañera in the front yard, even during COVID, and they're having big parties. So... Maybe that's one of the reasons, because they have 
a sense of family values, and they're, they're very put-together people when it comes to family and tradition, which is something I, I one of the things I admire of the Hispanic community. Now, they're just, they have so many friends and relatives and cousins and uncles, and it all, they all come through all the time for everything. Uh, the only thing I don't like is if you ever go to a water park, they make that like their whole entire day thing, and they're sitting out and sunbathing at some dirty, skunky water park, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please pause the video, like, subscribe, and notifications on. And if you enjoy my show, go over to the podcast apps, type in the Joey Saladino Show, and subscribe and rate five stars to listen to the full episode of all my podcasts. I only need 60 more patrons, and I can open up my own studio. So if you become a patron, I will give you a call to say thank you. I only need 60 more. So if we get 10 a day, I'll have it in less than a week. So... Help me out. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, send this audio, send this podcast to your friends. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.